Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. Fifteen minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will empty. Hey, Edwin. Hey, Andrew. Buddy, you look like you got a lot to say. <laughs> I think we should read Psalm 3. It's the last day this week. Our devotion's coming from Psalm 3, and we need to get into it, because, man, this clock is ticking. Psalm 3, English Standard Version. A Psalm of David, when he fled from Absalom his son. O Lord, how many are my foes, many are rising against me, many are saying of my soul, there is no salvation for him in God. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. I cried aloud to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill. I lay down and slept, I woke again, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you strike all my enemies on the cheek. You break the teeth of the wicked. Salvation belongs to the Lord. So yesterday when we were talking about the Lord is the shield about me and that protection against many enemies, I see here in this third psalm the peace of knowing that you are protected. Uh, Particularly when I read in verse number 5, I lay down and slept, I awoke, for the Lord sustained me. The ability to sleep on the run, the ability to sleep when your enemies are multiplying, I tell you what, that sounds like stress. And when I have stress, sometimes I have trouble sleeping. And yet here he is able to sleep. He is sleeping like Jesus in the boat. I thought about Jesus in the boat. That's right, with the terrible storm, and he's able to sleep. Those deal about sustaining me. I also thought about the Apostle Paul from our recent podcast in the book of Acts telling all the men in the ship in the middle of the storm to eat something, to take sustenance Mm, mm -hmm. uh, because the Lord was going to deliver their lives that. So Psalm 3, based on this verse, so yeah, you know, you said I have a lot to say. I do. And this is actually the verse that that really prompts a lot of mm, meditation for me. Uh, a lot of meditation here. This is what we have in the psalm is is it's presented like a morning prayer. Okay. He's he's slept. He's mm-hmm. awakened. He's awaking the dawn with praises, if you will. The sun is coming up, and he is praising God because he survived the night. Mm-hmm. And and he knows the reason he survives the night is because of the Lord. And when we tie this to the heading about when he's fleeing from Absalom, yeah. This verse actually, in, in very real and literal ways, ties to what happened in Absalom's rebellion. Okay. We've, we've mentioned throughout this week several times Ahithophel. Right. And Ahithophel— A grandfather to Bathsheba. Grandfather to Bathsheba. So he's probably involved in this rebellion at, with a little bit of revenge in mind, a little bit of upset because of how David had humiliated his granddaughter. Yeah. And— uh, and, and, and maybe even from Ahithophel's standpoint, thinking that it's part of God's judgment. He may even see himself as working on God's side, though he is not. But Ahithophel is a counselor who very big help to David. Yes. David understood the wisdom of Ahithophel. In fact, in 2 Samuel, in the accounts, in, in 2 Samuel, when it tells us or when David finds out that Ahithophel has gone to Absalom's side, 
David responds with a prayer, Lord, please thwart the counsel of Ahithophel. I'm looking in 2 Samuel chapter 15 and verse 31. It was told, David, Ahithophel is among the conspirators with Absalom. And David said, O Lord, please turn the counsel of Ahithophel into foolishness. So he prays. Yeah. He prays. Here's, here's a prayer in the moment. Man, there's something to be said about that. I'm sure sometime when we're talking about the Psalms, we'll recognize the Psalms themselves are not just like, hey, I sat down and prayed and out popped this Psalm. Here's a prayer in the moment. Oh, Lord, thwart the counsel of Ahithophel. Doesn't sound very psalmic. No, not psalmic. Not, it's not going to make its way into the psalmody, but here's his prayer in the moment. Oh, Lord, thwart the counsel of Ahithophel. That's the prayer. But he also has a plan. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of people mock Christians when they talk about praying. I mean, we're here. I, I, look, I know we're, we're recording a couple of weeks ahead of time. And so I don't know where things are going to be when this uh, actually this conversation actually makes it onto the podcast. I'm guessing, though, in a couple of weeks, we're still going to be in the middle of all this coronavirus stuff. Yeah. And in the middle of all this coronavirus stuff, I have heard skeptics, mm-hmm. atheists, agnostics, belittle Christians for saying we're going to pray about this. We're going to pray for We're going to pray about, about this. Yeah. And here I want you to see David's prayer. But the, the, the skeptics and the atheists, atheists and the agnostics, they belittle and they mock because they don't understand what we really believe and what the Bible really presents about the place of prayer. Mm-hmm. Because the Bible never presents prayer as, hey, go sit on your backside do nothing, just pray about it, it'll all work out. What we see with David here is he prays, Lord, thwart the counsel of Ahithophel. And then, and we're not going to read the whole chapter, but in chapter 16 and chapter 17, what he does is he sends Hushai the archite. He says to Hushai, you stay behind. Mm -hmm. What I want you to do is stay behind and tell Absalom that you're turning to him Mm-hmm. And you're going to, just like you've served me, you're going to serve him. him. He puts a double agent in there, doesn't he? Sure he sure does. And yeah. he says, and I, and I want you to thwart the counsel of Ahithophel. Mm-hmm. That's that's actually what happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, let, me, let me get to that in just a moment. I, I want to stay on this issue of the prayer and the plan. Okay. You know, the interesting thing is, I guess what I want to say to all the skeptics, to all the, uh, the atheists and the agnostics that want to belittle me for just praying. Mm-hmm. Just? I, Yeah. Number one, I'm not just praying, but number two, I guess what I want to say is, you know what your problem is? You're just planning. Uh, You're just planning. mm -hmm. And, and that the best laid plans of mice and men, right? Yeah. Yeah. What we need is both. Mm -hmm. What we need is both. David's plan worked because David prayed. God responded to David's prayer through David's plan. Mm -hmm. And so when I want to take the plans that we have, the processes, the programs, the, uh, the the product of my thinking and my planning and my strategizing and my waging of this battle. Like a vision statement. I, <laughs> like I, a mission I, statement. I Listen, what I want to do is make all of that worthwhile by praying. Yeah. My, my plans accomplish nothing apart from prayer, apart mm-hmm. from God's involvement. And so what we need is both of those things together. Absolutely, we do. And that's what we see in David. We see it again and again and again throughout Scripture. And that's that's the place of prayer. So when David is praying, mm-hmm. he's, he's not saying, you know what, let me just sit back here and do nothing. Mm-hmm. He's saying, I'm going to do what's wise. I'm going to follow good counsel. I'm going to do what the Lord has told me to do. But I'm going to make all that worthwhile by praying, God's hand being with me. So now, 
Let me just can I just keep talking? Yeah, hey, you got something the, you want to add in? And right the here? Lord sustained him. The, well, I was just going to say, and, and boy, and the way it works out with the plans, Ahithophel is the wise man who gives fantastic advice to Absalom about how to take over this kingdom, and that is what was the advice? Well, I mean, to use an old football term, blitz. Keep chasing him, attack him, attack him through the night, go fight him tonight. Tonight. Don't let him go to bed. That's right. Don't let him sleep. Go get him now. You've got him on the run. You want to take him out right now. Mm -hmm. And everybody, this is in 2 Samuel 17, everybody who heard that said, oh, that's it. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's wise. Do that. Do that. But then Absalom says, well, I think that's good advice but I want a second opinion. Mm-hmm. And who did he ask? He asked this new turncoat uh, counselor. Hushai. Hushai the Archite. Mm-hmm. And Hushai says, Ah, I know Ahithophel's counsel would seem wise, but you need to remember your father is a fierce warrior. And yes, you've got him on the run, which means he's basically like a bear who's being stripped of her cubs. Mm-hmm. And you're, you've got him backed into a corner. He is going to fight like crazy. Of course, you have to realize he's probably not even with his army right now. Mm-hmm. They've probably spirited him off somewhere. And what you're going to do is you're going to go fight them and they're going to be like a you know bear stripped of their cubs and they are going to fight and, and they're going to fight hard. And even if you win, they're going to wipe out a lot of your men and that's what the israelites are going to hear about Mm -hmm. the israelites are going to hear about how so many of your men fell it's going to be a big loss for you and and david's not even going to be with them so then when the israelites hear that they're all going to go to his side and then you're going to be in trouble here's what you need to do what you need to do just hold off Mm -hmm. wait for a while get all of israel on your side Mm -hmm. and then you will overwhelm david and then you'll win Mm -hmm. and absalom said huh I thought what Ahithophel said was wise, but now I know wisdom, what Hushai has said. And then Hushai sent a message to David through some of their connections and said, hey, you better watch out. Absalom might attack you tonight. (laughs) (laughs) This is what's happened. This is what he said. But hey, you better be prepared. And so when David in this psalm says, I went to sleep, Uh I woke up, Uh there is a, I mean, really a very literal application of this in his situation because his life was on the line that night had had absalom followed ahithophel's advice david would have been slaughtered in the night Mm -hmm. i mean well okay understanding of course that god was on david's side david was going to win whatever i I understand that the way god worked that out though was no you're not going to attack him right now you're going to wait and then it went against absalom so uh, i think what that demonstrates is if he had followed ahithophel's advice it would have worked. And so God had it work a different way. I tell you what, uh, that Hushai was successful and that God was with David, I think, becomes immediately evident to Ahithophel. Uh, because at the decision of Absalom to thwart oh. his advice, he goes and hangs himself. Yeah, Ahithophel I mean, He gives up right then. Ahithophel understands, oh, I've, I've picked the wrong side. Mm-hmm. I've picked the wrong side. If God were really on Absalom's side... He would have done what I just said. Yeah. But Absalom has listened to this really bogus advice. He's gone with Hushai. And so Ahithophel goes and gets his affairs in order, and he hangs himself. Yeah. One of the few suicides we actually see in Scripture. But back to David and back to the psalm. I mean, it's he really has this, I, I could have died last night. Yeah. But instead, I slept, and the Lord 
awakened me. Mm-hmm. So let me go back to something you pointed out early, early on in today's episode. And that is, this is a stressful situation. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's tax season and I haven't done my taxes and, I, and, it's, and tax day is stressing down on me, I have a hard time sleeping. That's like so minor. I can't imagine <laughs> yeah. that if if my son was carrying out a rebellion that had me run out of town and, and all of these things were happening, that what I'm going to do is sleep. It's sleep, yeah. I mean, number one, first of all, David, aren't you going to like stand watch? Mm-hmm. But, but even then, even if what you're doing is trusting your minions who are supposed to have that job so that you can sleep, how, how, could, how can you sleep? Mm-hmm. And yet he's able to because he trusts the Lord's sustenance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't know, Andrew, what all you're going through in life right now. And, but, but what I do know is that tonight is a night for sleep. Tonight is a night for sleep. Yeah. And it's a night for you to say that, hey, there's, there's nothing more I can do tonight. God's my God. God's my shield. I'm going to go lay down. I'm mm-hmm. going to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to wake up in the morning because the Lord is the one who is sustaining me. Yeah. And, and that's, I guess, for me, one of the big things I get out of the psalm is whatever I'm facing right now, tonight's a night for sleep. Yeah. Because I have a God that lets me sleep. A God that lets me sleep because he never sleeps. Amen to that. He is there watching over us, and that allows us to sleep. Amen to that. Amen to that. Absolutely. Well, guys, thanks for uh, listening in on our conversations this week for Psalm 3. We'd love to know what you're getting out of the Psalms or whatever it is that you're reading. Give us an email, Talk at christiansmeethere.org. On this Sunday, we're going to be gathering together to worship God. We'd love for you to join us among the Christians that meet on Livingston Avenue. Go to christiansmeethere.org to get more information about that. we got Bible classes. I, I hope by the time this drops, we'll be having Bible classes for all ages again. And our, our worship assemblies on Sunday. So love for you to check that out. Again, send us an email, Christ, uh, Talk at christiansmeethere.org. Andrew, wrap us up for today and for the week in prayer. Our great God and Father, we... Thank you that we've had this week and and some time every day to be looking at this third psalm. Father, to put ourselves in in a place of some understanding what David was going through, as the psalm tells us, as he fled before Absalom. And it's caused us to go back and look at some of these uh, narratives and accounts again from Samuel to see all that he had gone through. But Father, what a wonderful word of comfort that we might uh, conclude this talk on to see that he was able to sleep that night. He was able to sleep because you sustained him. And Father, I pray for the people listen and for all of your children that we might remember uh, that you are our God, you who do not sleep, that we might have rest, that we might be sustained through the night because you sustain us. We thank you, Father, for who you are and what you, you do. And uh, we love you and we thank you for loving us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge wrote and sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day. Wait.